All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Off Axis Podcast. I'm here with Shell Statuitz. Shell, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm good. I'm I'm excellent. Nice day, nice weather, ready. <laughs> yeah, so Shell is an aerialist and handstand performer, does some circus stuff. So how did you get into this stuff? Well, um, when I was a kid, I guess a lot of people assume you do it from the time you're a tiny tot, but I didn't. I played sports when I was a kid. And Me too. Mostly swimming, but some track, some softball. What did you play? I played uh, baseball, mm-hmm. wrestling, soccer, and a little bit of football, but I never enjoyed football because it always took up your summertime. Mm. So I was mostly baseball and wrestling in high school. Yeah. Yeah, but like same thing. I totally had nothing to do with circus, no gymnastics background. I didn't learn any acrobatics until I was like 25 years old. Wow. I mean, I did scooter, but yeah, that was like, it's totally different than like. But now you can tumble and you can do. (laughs) Kind of tumble. When I tumble, I need a tumble track and I don't put my hands down. Okay. I can't do a cartwheel very well. Really? You saw my cartwheel. It's very <laughs> off axis. It's like crooked and it's terrible. So I just do like a branny whip whip and then I'll do my trick. Hmm. But cannot do it on floor at really? all. And maybe I could do a round off back flip or something. But. <laughs> yeah, round off. Use your hands. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not afraid of jumping. I'm afraid of my legs not getting back down before I land. So stuff mm. like tuck or handspring or something is always just like no I'm pretty sure the floor is coming up at me and I'll never <laughs> make it down the floor comes up to you that's what I think <laughs> takes me one second to jump up and like a quarter second to get down so you have to adjust your gravity level I'm not the most tumbly tumble person yeah <laughs> slash it but I do a lovely one-arm cartwheel Ooh, yeah, I bet. I I mean, you can do handstands really (laughs) well, so cartwheels should be pretty easy. (laughs) So what came first? Was it handstands or Uh, aerial? uh, mm, I guess aerial, but but between sports and circus was dance. Dance, okay. Yeah, so I started dancing when I was um, late late high school, college, um, just recreationally at first, and then I finished college and said, you know what, I want to dance I want to devote myself to this and everyone said oh you can't do this seriously or professionally you started too late or you don't really have the talent or whatever um and I said well if I don't try now I'm never going to try yeah so I found a teacher um I had learned of a teacher who had a really good reputation for adult beginners and I had seen some of his students at dance at conferences at and performances and I just really admired his students I said this is who I want to study with and um, I auditioned and I went to his program at another university ended up doing grad school there and um, finished school and started as a wee little apprentice at a company and I danced professionally for six years nice around how old were you um, well I'm 23 now so <laughs> 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 no, I was. Uh, that's a great question. How old was I? Was it like out of high school? No, because I I had been to undergraduate and graduate school, so I was probably twenty five. Okay. Yeah. Tw- yeah. Twenty five or so. Yeah. So from dancing, you got into aerial. Yeah. So I danced for several years, and and I had 
somebody I danced with at one point who said, you would really like circus. You should try it. I think you'd like it. And I said, oh, later. I'm busy. I'm busy. And then in my last year of dancing, um, I kind of knew it was going to be my last year. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I just thought it kind of came back into my mind what this person said. And I said, maybe I will enjoy it. So I tried some aerial fitness classes. Mm, and cool. yeah, it was great way to to learn about it and kind of get over like hey i mean i hung from the trapeze bar and i could not lift my knees to my chest and i thought i was pretty in shape person yeah and i could not do a pull-up and i like none of these things were happening and um i i just tried it and i was hooked i was like that's it yeah just went i kind of went cold turkey <laughs> transition <laughs> yeah that's awesome though and i think those like pole classes and aerial classes mm-hmm. for fitness stuff mm-hmm. it's perfect because you're having like so much fun you don't even realize that you're working out rather than if oh, you go yeah. to the gym you're just thinking i'm just working out and i'm lifting weights i have and, to do these things on the list yeah but if you're like oh go run around here and then jump over this parkour mm-hmm. block and do some mm-hmm. aerial like you don't even realize it until after right. and you take a break and like Oh, I'm really yeah. tired right now. Yeah. So it's like the ultimate cardio, in my opinion. It really was. And I, I remember that that summer I would wake up in the middle of the night and my biceps would just be like cramped and seized, you know, because you aren't as a dancer, yep. even as a swimmer, you're not doing that intense bicep, you know? Yeah. And I would go to I would go to my refrigerator and I would get like a ketchup bottle and a mustard bottle and I would put them <laughs> in my elbows and fold my arms up and try and go back to sleep to like ease the muscle pain. It was so intense. Oh my god! <laughs> but <laughs> I would never think to use a ketchup and mustard bottle. Well, though. I don't know. It was there and <laughs> it was closed. Did so they teach you that in dance? No. Is that a dance thing? No. Not at all. Not at all. So that was. Uh, yeah, it was a good learning experience, and you know the rest is kind of history. Except uh, it took me a long time to be able to do things well and <laughs> just keep practicing. That's yeah. <laughs> I, I've heard of like frozen vegetables, and I've done that before, yeah. but never the ketchup and mustard. Yeah, it wasn't too cold. I think that was what I was going for. Well, I don't frozen. Why not mayonnaise or something? Uh, I don't. I think the shape of the you know the mayonnaise the jar is wide. True. And the ketchup is kind of you know oblong so it fits on your arm oh so as ma- you bend it well maybe if mayonnaise adjusts their jar they'll sell more after this podcast mm-hmm. because people are like oh why didn't i think of mayonnaise <laughs> and ketchup and mustard for that yeah muscular mayonnaise and <laughs> we'll see we'll see if we can market that perhaps off axis yeah <laughs> yeah the <laughs> therapeutic condiments the new ones are going to have after ketchup there's going to be an emoji with the bicep flex <gasps> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so do you ha- have you done anything show related since fernando's shows back in december yes you have i i have i started in um so i guess you you guys maybe don't know tanner and i did some shows in the holiday time um, with a, a really cool company here and we did some um, I did a lot of tumbling personally and Tanner did some dance and that's how we know each other no just kidding um, so since then I started actually at Circus Circus in January oh hold on some uh, yeah random 
<laughs> probably calling about shoes or something. They pro- they're probably asking for our mayonnaise. <laughs> they were like, I heard on the podcast <laughs> that you guys <laughs> are using mayonnaise. Can you please tell me about this? Uh, um. Yeah, so I started Circus Circus in January and worked for a couple months, got shut down, um, cried a lot, perhaps, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we actually went back for most of the month of June. They tried it. It didn't oh. work. We got axed again. <sighs> um, so di- disappointing. It was disappointing, but it was kind of nice to go back and mm-hmm. just kind of remember um, so you guys actually performed? Yeah, yeah, we performed for. And they were like, "No, you guys are bringing people too close together." Yeah, that was a lot of it, and also like at mm. that time, people were not good about wearing the mask in public. They would pull the mask down. Yeah, they it wasn't would... mandated yet, right? Maybe um, it was. Maybe it was, but I think people just weren't used to it. Mm-hmm. And now, now people are just ready. They're kind of used to following the rules, I guess. Yeah. These are the rules. They changed up. You can't sit. It's only standing room. Um, so they did change some things about our shows. But since, I guess, you don't sell tickets and you can enter from more than one location and it's you can kind of see it from all sides. Um, yeah. It doesn't count as a show that people walk in one doorway and sit down and they buy tickets for. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why we're able to be on as long as, um, basically as long as there aren't any problems, you know. Yeah. So I wonder how like theater shows are going to be in a couple months. Like, Probably just spacing out the seats, I would guess. Saying you have to wear a mask. Yeah. I mean, you can only fill up like 25% of the seats then if you're following like the six foot rule. Yeah. That's There's no one in front of you, no one behind you. That's kind of what I've been thinking or hearing people are speculating. It'll be every couple seats or something you can use. And I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's just like a political thing. And then as soon as the election happens after the election goes totally smooth, which is not going to happen <laughs> <laughs> that uh, we can just all get back to like, they're like, actually yeah. you didn't need to wear this the whole time. And we well, can do that. I mean, the numbers are not what, I don't know, whatever. We don't have to get on this tangent, but the numbers are going down. They're continuing to go down. Um, you know, I, the performers don't wear masks on stage. You, you can leave it in the green room and then come out on stage and, whatever um so i don't feel i don't feel uncomfortable at all even some people have said oh don't you feel uncomfortable like having to go to work and I said, no this is this isn't just going to work this is my soul yeah and to have that taken away from you and now you're missing you, you know it just feels like what is my life what am i contributing to the world mm-hmm. even though it's silly i'm just wearing a leotard with sequins and like dangling from the air it doesn't seem like you know i'm curing yep. cancer or anything like that but it gives me purpose and gives other people purpose because they watch and they feel something yep they have a good time they have a good vacation or they feel excited or they get an adrenaline rush from watching or whatever it is they're bonding with their family that's a purpose to them and that's a purpose to us too because we've devoted our lives to this art form yeah so yeah definitely it's very it's very heavy it's much heavier i think than um than you want to admit yeah it's not like losing just a job it's like losing everything to work for yeah 
Yeah. And like, uh, so right after Fernando shows in December, I decided I was going to get an office space and spend mm-hmm. two months, blow through my savings and just cold call people <laughs> and just book as many shows as I possibly could. And it, it was just like, I booked this ultimate tour mm. for off axis mm. and it went from like, I think there was nine corporate gigs and somehow it was magical. They all lined up like every single week. Nothing was double booked. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to make more money than I've ever seen in my life. And then like in a matter of 48 hours, literally every single show gets canceled. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, "Uh, I already paid for insurances. I already put down deposits. I bought new equipment. Like I lost a bunch of money and I was like super depressed because I was like, I had at one point pretty much given up on my shoe company because I was like, well, this isn't going anywhere, but shows are. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like the total opposite because mm-hmm. now I feel like at least uh, <laughs> shoes is like a, uh, I mean, people are always going to wear shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> that's what I think. And then I listened to uh Joe Rogan podcast earlier and they were talking about how people are moving into like becoming part like AI. And I was like, Maybe we don't need shoes, actually. Maybe they should. What's more mandatory than shoes? But um, I appreciate shoes. I think they keep your feet clean and safe. Yeah, and yeah. You're not stepping on nails, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But yeah, so I was just like, anyway. well, I guess I'm going like full force on the shoes because at least shoes aren't going away. And right. like YouTube somehow actually is doing very well now. Good. I can actually make almost a living off of YouTube. Ugh fortunately because of the quarantine but for the first two months i was just depressed and i was like what do i do like mm-hmm. i was supposed yeah. to be on tour right now and yeah here i am stuck in my house <laughs> yeah not doing anything can't even go to the gym either there was right very, no gym i got fat <laughs> <laughs> I, I went from 165 to 185 pounds oh real gosh. quick wow me too because we just like <laughs> we were everyone was kind of it was scary at yeah. first it was like are people going to come break into our house? We were hearing about like all this looting happening. Yeah. And I was like, well, I guess let's go buy guns. And like, then we just got drunk in the house for like a month. <laughs> and like right outside this room is a bar. So it was the perfect, like to stay. Yeah. yeah so just a perfect collision of like alcohol. And we were just getting drunk. And I was like, <laughs> anyway, at one point we were like, I stepped on the scale. I was like, Oh my God, I'm almost at 190. I got a, I got. I can't even go to the gym. I gotta like do something now, though. Yeah. Fortunately, the gym opened up, and yeah, that is. It's good. been great, but for a while, Much I was just better. like not doing anything. And I was like, I didn't even think unemployment would come through or anything. Oh yeah, I, was no, like, I mean, nobody knew. Nobody knew about any of that. One day, I was driving down the street, and in front of me is a, a marshal, is a U.S. marshal's truck, and this guy is sitting on the passenger seat window with a machine gun Uh and they're driving down the street Mm -hmm. in las vegas and i you you just like your imagination just went away with you like where is this going to go how serious are they going to get are people going to stop you when you're you know going to the store you know and and fortunately i think my my fear of what could have happened was worse than what actually happened oh yeah I mean, that's usually how it is. You always think mm-hmm. of the worst. Definitely. But yeah, when the National Guard was getting like called in and stuff. Yeah. And okay, what's weird is the National Guard was getting called in for people not quarantining and staying in their house. And then 
a month later, we have like the most serious riots of all time. Right. So it's like now the National Guard really is getting called in. And actually, yeah. right down the street from here is where all of the National Guard uh, like Hummers and tanks and all that stuff are. Huh. I don't know about tanks, actually. I don't think we need tanks, but the whole thing is right down the street. So we slowly watch this random parking lot just start getting filled up with mm. tanks. And we're like, oh my God, this is about to get serious. Yeah, what is going to happen? Like for a while, we were like locking all of our gates and we were like just every day. And mm. we saw some people that were going to loot our house too. Because really? I'm sh- this house was vacant for a while, I'm okay. assuming. And like all of a sudden there was like stuff outside because we moved here, but we didn't put everything inside of the house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This log cabin actually has like no storage. So we still haven't found a place mm-hmm. to put everything yet. <laughs> and like we look outside and someone's driving down our street in a like an empty white van and they just park in front of the house and like they're so looking scary. and then they pull forward and they're looking at all the equipment in the backyard. Yeah. They're like, I mean, we chased them away and like chased them down the street, but they were totally like taking photos. With your and, attack like, chickens. We didn't have chickens yet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this okay. is before the, oh, the guard I'm chickens. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know how well the chickens would guard the house. Probably not. I think they, they would just ask for food right up to me. Yeah. 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 They would probably just like yeah. squawk a little bit. It was cute. Yeah. yeah. But uh, chickens are nice though because we did get chickens probably in like April. Okay. Somewhere around then. And they just started producing eggs mm. about a month or two ago. Mm. Took them a while. For a second oh. we were like, do we have all roosters or something? Like no eggs. But, but you don't uh, have any roosters. You just have chickens. Yep, no roosters, like, thank God. <laughs> but we also have three more baby chicks that we just got a month ago. Oh. They're still in the house, oh. so maybe there's a rooster in there, but yeah. yeah. So for those of you who are listening, when you get chickens, <laughs> you're supposed, they're like 90% chance going to be chickens, but there's also a 10% chance that they'll just be a rooster. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, and who yeah. knows? It's kind of like rolling the dice, but yeah. now we have nine, so <laughs> statistically, one of them is going to be a rooster oh. eventually. Yeah, and I guess uh, the noise, the no- the sound factor is different with the roosters and the chickens. Oh, my God. Yeah. Our next door neighbor has a rooster. Oh, really? And it's nonstop. Like, I thought it was just in the morning that they do that. But no, it's all day. Whenever they feel like it, really. Oh, yeah. No, it's as soon as they see any kind of movement or something, they just start doing it. Which is like, you would think that they would develop to not do that. But that's like... Hey guys, I'm here. If you, you're a coyote, come right. eat me. <laughs> and there is a coyote that like lives in those bushes in front of our house. Oh too. my goodness! Yeah, we see it a couple times. And are the chickens afraid? Are you afraid for the chickens? Well, I was at first, but we just let them roam around, and so far it's been fine. We haven't okay. seen the coyote in a while, so maybe it died or something. Yeah, but. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The chickens just kind of roam around and yeah. somehow they don't ever leave the house. They just stay in their little area. Sounds good. And just poop everywhere. Well, everybody poops. Yeah, yeah. There's a book about it. Yeah. Chickens poop is interesting, though, because it kind of dissolves after like a couple of days. Hmm. It just disappears. Oh. Rather than like dog poop will sit around for a while. Right. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I, I, was, di- I was discussing this poop where I, <laughs> I go and hike. Um, people take their dogs sometimes the dogs poop yeah it just there's and you don't really want to step on it you don't want to it ruins the view all this stuff but people also ride horses there and the horse manure kind of disintegrates and it kind of just turns back into hay and um and I said well 
plus I kind of like the way manure smells. Like, I don't it doesn't dog smell food. that bad, actually. Yeah, I like that farm animals mm-hmm. smell. And, and my husband thought I was kind of crazy because he did not. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, <laughs> what was that? There's a rooster coming. Hold on. Um, no, he thought I was crazy because uh, uh, no one should like the smell of large animal manure. I kind of do. <laughs> yeah. I bet a lot of people do. It's like fresh and outdoors. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as long as it's not like cow farts and stuff, I guess, uh, <laughs> I, I'm assuming that's not good for you. <laughs> All the methane. Sure. But Open air, it's fine. Yeah, you would think so. <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's move on from chickens because I don't <laughs> think anyone manure. was clicking on this video to listen to us talk about chickens. Uh, um, so before, so what is like your go-to aerial act or do you have multiple? Um, I do whatever people want, basically. I'm not a specialist. Um, I kind of had a decision very early on that I was not going to do that, and I was going to do all sorts of things um, and be adaptable. So, you know, on the downside, that makes me not as good at this or that. But you're more hireable. I I think it's worked for me. Yeah, for sure. Like, I help. Like I uh, hire way more people that are decent at tramp ball that do mm-hmm. other things yeah. because for me it makes more sense because we don't just do tramp ball we do lots exactly. of different other things exactly yeah. yeah so sometimes I get frustrated like, why you know why aren't I I don't know why can't I do this particular skill on this and I'm like well because I'm kind of busy sometimes I have a lot of um but anyway at, at circus circus I do an aerial chains act and oh, those a, hurt Vera act uh it feels great and uh, see I'm not even that bad this week from my I don't know it's not that bad but sometimes wearing shorts in the summer you get some looks and is it outside no it's inside inside Inside, but huh. I'm just saying, like you know, when your legs look like, yeah. spotted, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at you. <laughs> I've been around the aerial chains once before, and I mm-hmm. played on it a little bit. Like, How are the girls doing this? It doesn't make any sense. It just feels hurts. great. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind, and I don't wear any gloves or boots or leg protection or anything like that. It's just my yeah. my body and duck chain. I would wear a leather suit. <laughs> I would just make that part of my act. Well, the hard part is your costume. Like, the chains will rip a costume. Oh, yeah, I bet. And they will rip your skin, but my skin grows back um, with a lot. You know, you don't have to go buy, order, ask for a new costume, ask for somebody to fix it. You just grow your own skin. True. So it's really kind of easier. Yeah. I yeah. mean, hopefully you don't lose too much skin, though. Yeah. <laughs> that we'll doesn't see. feel good. We'll see. I had a little little minor black eye a couple of weeks ago, but it's fine. Did you get hit with a chain? Yeah, it happens. But Do you do it solo? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You have to come out and see. Yeah, yeah. So is it like a lot of, what would you say is like the muscles that you're usually doing? using the most do you go up in the air or is it like yeah, a lira I, I do well i climb i start with the chain the chain has like one tail that comes to the ground and i climb up the chain with my hands and my toes and then i get up to the top and i do some things at the top and then i pick up the tail and i clip it up and then i do anyway do some stuff um a lot of a lot of grip strength a lot of um, probably like back back muscles holding yourself up. Yeah. 
Um, and then I end with a Nat King. So well, neck. That's Let's always see. the crowd pleaser. Yeah, when people they see like it. Hanging from your neck. I like, know. Oh my god. Yeah, and you're just like. It's like the backflip. Yeah. <laughs> When we do extreme sports shows, no one cares about anything except for a backflip. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, and that's pretty much the easiest trick to do. Yeah, like I don't even have to, I don't have to think about it or do any warm up as long as, as long as my, I don't have like lotion or something like that on my yeah. skin. I don't have to, I don't think about it at all. And people are just like, that's amazing. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Yeah. So what have you been doing to like take up time have you picked up anything new since this whole um, COVID thing? Wow. I don't feel like I had extra time. <laughs> 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 I felt more stressed out and busy than ever. Really? Yes. Doing um, what? Working at working at other part-time jobs. Um, just thinking about all the things thinking about how like weak I was going to be not going to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> but luckily where I, I hiked every day and where I hiked the the trailhead, the kind of parking lot had a gate and I could climb up and hang off the gate and I would do pull ups and leg lifts before and after the hike every day. Um, and that actually kind of worked. Yeah. It, it went a long way to be able to do that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I didn't, hmm, did a lot of home improvement stuff. Yeah, us um, too. Yeah, I think, I think actually kind of the biggest new thing that I did was I joined a board, a board of directors for a conservation group. Sorry. No, that's all right. Random people calling me. Um, um yeah though so you're into like real estate stuff right yeah um it's always it's always fun to look um look and improve things and um not not necessarily i'm not into like flipping like i want to buy a junker and flip it because mm, not quite but um there's a lot of potential if you just put in some work yeah. You can get a lot of reward. Um, so, yeah, I do replace, you know, switches, electrical stuff, plumbing, floor, flooring. All that's pretty, pretty fun. It's fun to just like use your hands. Yeah, yeah. And it's good to know all those things, too. Oh, yeah. Because like when, when people like they're like, oh, my sink is clogged. We need to call a plumber. I'm like. Are you kidding me? Watch a YouTube video. First of all, how expensive is a plumber that you have to call? hundred bucks for them to show up. Minimum. Yeah. Minimum. So, yeah. First of all, you don't, I don't know, you don't have to call a plumber. For, one time I had a lady ask, okay, she's a little bit older. It's cute. I like, I like my, you know, older ladies. But um, she's like, the garbage disposal is not working. And it's not draining, and I'm worried. And I said, okay, okay, I'll come and look at it. And so I go, and I'm expecting, you know, I just need the Allen key to unlock it or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I opened the cabinet, and guess what was the problem? What? It wasn't plugged in. Oh, my God. And I said, well, <laughs> adorable. I was like, this is the easiest job I'm going to do today. And I said, um, well, it's not plugged in. She says, I know, I was afraid. 
I didn't know if I was going to make it worse. And I was like, okay. So I plugged it in and I turned it on and and I ran some water. And she said, oh, thank you. That's amazing. I was like, (laughs) yeah. I I want to find when when I'm looking to buy a house, I want to find a landowner like that. Like everything's broken, like and yeah. it's just all unplugged. And like, yeah, is it going to devalue the house quite a bit? Yeah, and I don't know if the yeah yeah I don't you know if the do dryer's going to work. Oh, it's unplugged. Okay, don't, okay. Worry. don't tell them. <laughs> yeah, you could actually just go in and just unplug something. Just like put put the breakers. Just like flip the breakers off. That had to have happened. I bet you someone has moved out of a house and they're pissed off their landlord and they yeah. unplugged everything and then someone came in and was yeah. like. Oh my God, nothing works anymore. Yeah. Let's just sell the house. Right. And you're like, oh my gosh. And yeah. So that was the best. That was the best. Just made me laugh a lot. Yeah. That Do you know any uh, rental properties or anything? Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a, it's a lot of work. It is not, it is not easy. Yeah. So do you have a, so I've never bought a house Mm -hmm. because it's always been a problem explaining my income Mm -hmm. because I own a few businesses and for the last four businesses, I've started a new business every single year. So Mm -hmm. generally I like deduct so many things that my taxes come out negative. But when I go to apply for a house, I'm like, well, it says that you made $0 last year. And it's like, of course the taxes say that but i can't buy a house for those reasons mm-hmm. like do you have a consistent uh paycheck that comes um, in or something to get around that it, stuff that helps that helps a lot so when i knew when i got my offer at circus circus and i knew i was going to be here and not um like flit around and go <laughs> you know i wasn't going to be working a month here, a month there. Yeah. Um, I was going to be settled. So I said, okay, I want to buy something and actually live in it. Um, so it is good that I could take in like a contract and say, this is my, what mm-hmm. I'm going to be making. Or I know a lot of people here in Las Vegas that will maybe have a job that's, even if it's short term, but they'll get their two months of pay and take that to the lender and say, mm-hmm. look, I have steady income. The problem with that is, when the contract ends or that show closes now they have committed to this great big bill that now they need four housemates to kind of make it work and uh that to me is a little that that's a stressful thing i don't want to go into but um but yeah that that helps and if you can have some sort of like proof of future or proof of past Um, And sometimes, honestly, just getting lucky, like going if you went to a bank or somebody and you said, you said, what properties do you have in foreclosure or pre foreclosure? Um, You can get something for a very good discount and they're they're happy to unload it. And so it's easier for you. That's kind of a it's like it's like when you go to a store and you shop in the clearance rack. I always shop there. You may not find what you're looking for. But you will get a much better deal. Yeah. With a little patience and, and yep. flexibility. Every day I go to the grocery store, I always go to the <laughs> Me too. the organic meat section where yeah. there will always, almost always be like something that's marked like 75% yeah. off. And I'm like, this is the only time I'm ever going to buy organic yeah. bison. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it's... 
Well, we, I think we have a lot of poltergeist activity today. Yeah, yeah. I think someone's upstairs moving a table or something. Uh, um, yeah, always go to the clearance rack at the store because you never know. Uh, the other day we got like English muffins for like 60 cents. You just never know. And yeah. you're going to be so happy when you get that deal that it's worth like spending the time going to the clearance yeah. shelf. It's it's just like you might as well look at the, uh, the items that well. could be super cheap. Right, right. So, and just, you know, be diligent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But. Options, though. Options are good to yeah. have. Yeah. And uh, what do you think? Do you I think... feel like I'm your most boring guest ever. When I'm like, <laughs> no, no. This well, is... interest rates and chicken manure. <laughs> you have no idea, but this is all I listen to is like <laughs> real estate stuff and like money podcasts. Ah. And like, that's all I'm interested in. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't listen to music. I don't listen huh. to like entertaining stuff okay. i don't like, <laughs> like all i care about is you money are the entertainer like, you don't need to <laughs> so this is actually the first podcast that's broken into this kind of stuff i'm like ooh, i actually <laughs> like this stuff like yeah. i've read so many real estate books in the last year um mm. like uh rich dad poor dad has a couple mm-hmm. that are uh real estate ish and then like mm-hmm. the book on rental properties and mm-hmm. flipping houses and all kinds of stuff like that that stuff interests me because i yeah. guess i'm getting older about to turn 30 i'm like <laughs> Well, that is really old. (laughs) (laughs) Time to start like uh, thinking about buying houses and figure out how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, it's always good to think about and plan for. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a friend who bought a house recently and, you know, she came came into work or whatever. And she said, oh, look at these pictures, guys, of the house I want to see. And and uh, we're like, awesome. Did you, you know, are you bidding a good deal like are you gonna offer a good deal and she said she said no i'm offering five thousand dollars more because i want to make sure i get it and i was like that is not how you do it and i was (sighs) just like i mean i just had to walk away because i was like that was not how you do real estate girlfriend (laughs) yeah but it made her happy you know (laughs) i mean she probably got it right she got it she got it and that's that's what she wanted but um i would never ever pay asking (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah people ask that price because they don't ex- they expect people to lowball them right and then negotiate to the middle right and i don't uh like the when i bought this house i bought uh most recently i i was just first of all i i bid on one that was down the street on the same street yeah. and i went really low and I talked to my husband I was like I want to be aggressive and he's like well I don't think you should be that aggressive and I was like I do so you know I just like get this thrill off of (laughs) off of like these really confrontational deals yeah um and they they like you know we went back in the middle and then we counter offered and then they let it die and I was like okay because that was too much for me anyway then I found the one down the street and you know it all worked out so nice so go big um, just go big, like, you know, why bother paying asking price? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, because I can't put my money into real estate, I was like, oh, I'll put it in the stock market. And then, mm-hmm. like, yeah, so I actually got into stocks, like, as soon as quarantine hit. Oh. So everything was low, and I was like, there's yeah. no way it can get any lower. And, of course, it did. Like, I bought airline stocks. And I was like, airline stocks are so cheap. There's no way they're going to get mm. any lower. And they did. They, like, literally dropped another 50%. And <laughs> now yeah. I'm like, well, now I can't sell these airline stocks. I lost so much money on them already. So I'm, yeah, 
just keep it just keep yeah, it because yeah. overall stuff is going up mutual funds are going up yeah a lot iras are going up um in the last few months so just be patient yeah yeah that's what i well fortunately unfortunately the other day i needed to pull out a bunch of money for shoes because we're buying new shoes and mm. I was like, oh, no, I have to take out some of my stocks that are not doing so well right now at the worst time. And it was right after, like, all mm. of them tanked, like, 10%. Mm. Unfortunately, it was, like, right after I made this video about how I made a bunch of money on stocks. And then, like, literally the next day, they all dropped 10%. I'm like, Delete. I did that. <laughs> I screwed that up for everyone. Yeah, it happens. It yeah. happens. Just be patient, you know. Really just don't think about it. Try not yeah. to think about it. Yeah, I think it's good to know how stocks work at least though because before I had no idea yeah. It's like buying Bitcoin and then the Bitcoins Ooh. kept going down and I'm like Okay, screw Bitcoin. So what did you do with that? With the Bitcoin yeah. stuff? Did uh, you get rid of it? Nope. No, you kept it. No, it yeah I went down so far that I was like, well, I'm not gonna sell it now because mm -hmm. it's I'm not gonna accept you won't the get loss. Anything. Yeah, so I'm just gonna wait one day in the next 10 years yeah. It's not that much. It's like less okay. than a thousand bucks but I think one day, I mean, I put in more than a thousand bucks, but now it's less than that. And I'm like, well, eventually maybe my ripple coins will go up or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you feel like you're down to 10% value, you're not going to get any worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just, just forget about it. Check in on it in a couple of years. And I, I totally forgot that I even had it, to be honest. Yeah. It just sits there. That's probably a good policy. If it's a <laughs> well, yeah. That's it's happened. so stressful if you watch your money go up oh, and down. Oh, I know. Especially because like, I put in crazy. like 10 grand recently and my stocks would go up and down a thousand bucks every mm -hmm. couple hours. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <gasps> like yeah. It's just nonstop. And yeah. I'm like, I just should not look at this Your stuff. adrenaline is just all the time going if you, you can make yourself crazy over that. Mm -hmm. So For sure. Yeah. Especially yeah. it's like almost just gambling too. Yeah. Someone was like, yeah, there's going to be a Moderna is going to come out with a, a new vaccine. I'm like thousand bucks on Moderna mm. next day. Looks like Moderna's vaccine did not come through. Like, and the no. stock should like. Right. Right. Yeah. So find um, a product that will increase um, our service. Oh, sh underwear. Shoes, yeah, stuff shoes. That people always shoes. I'm just gonna keep yeah. putting my money into my own businesses. That way, I'm yeah. at least in control of the outcome. Adorable um, chicken memes, I think, will always be popular. Chicken memes, huh? So, so maybe that's an avenue. Cat videos too. Cat, cat videos. We have four cats that live here. Can they wear the shoes? Maybe for a couple seconds. That's all you need. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could put one of the kittens in all of the shoes. That's actually a great idea. That would be adorable. Kind of like hold them down and, all right, go. And let go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just edit myself out. Yeah. <laughs> That's always going to work too. As long as the cats don't mind too much. But yeah, it's, it's, you do have to think, you do have to be smart because, you know, we're not in an industry where you get retirement packages and you get form no. k's or you know maybe once in a while you could get something like that or you'd be lucky but that may only be if it happens like a few years out of your whole career and so you really have to manage your own money and you have to yep. think ahead for yourself and not depend on not not depend on your employer to be there in 30 years because they might not 
Yeah. Right? Because we've seen that now. They probably won't. We've seen shows that are closing and or have closed. Um, yeah. And just the whole industry. And and some of these things with like the the closings. And oh, what did I just hear about the other day? I don't know. Something that, something that closed. Now I don't remember. Well, anyway, I, I just think this is a temporary situation that you're making a permanent decision about. Yep. Um, gosh, I wish I could remember what it was. It was just... Was it one of the shows closing? It's one of the shows. Larev closed uh, recently. Yeah, more recently than that. I know, that's crazy. Hmm. Anyway, um, and, and I don't know, I could just sit here for an hour and never come up with it. But anyway, so so you have those situations. They're not thinking about your future. No, they're just thinking about all. just trying to stay open, too. Right. And yeah, I always told people in Circum like you should probably like get a side hustle or something mm-hmm. going because for I would have said you're you might get hurt. Right. I would have never thought this crazy <laughs> illness would come <laughs> you around will not and be able to perform close everything. Money. Yeah. Like nobody I'm thought that. Fortunate enough that I was always like do multiple businesses, yeah. not in the same field in case yeah. one goes down, maybe yep. one will go up. Mm-hmm. So that was like at least fortunate that I thought about that mm-hmm. but uh a lot of people i mean like especially if you moved to the country mm-hmm. to perform in Cirque du Soleil mm-hmm. and now you're stuck in the country no unemployment or anything like that right. or you, or you have to leave or you have to leave or get married yeah which a lot of people are doing yeah <laughs> a lot I of bet. People even more than there were marriages <laughs> yeah like there weren't a lot of those to begin with yeah there were but now there are more <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, it's interesting. I mean, nobody foresaw this, but um, luck favors the prepared. Yeah, yeah. Always you know? pre- be prepared. Always be prepared and always. Um, I knew a girl who was a dancer and she had saw some job opportunity and she said, well, they wanted to see a reel. They wanted to see a video of my dancing concern in another state or something. And she says, Oh, but I don't have this video or this was on my computer and my computer crashed and I couldn't do this. And then, oh, it'd take me. A l-. And I'm like, girlfriend, you are not prepared. Uh-uh, you better be prepared. Even a little bit. And when you see that person who sends you an email and says, can you send me your video? I, I think I like you for my show. You better have that. Yeah. Right then and there. Right when then someone and there. asks you for a reel or any have kind it. of opportunity, you have to there and then you have to be on top of it right away like mm-hmm. otherwise it goes away it goes away yeah because people there's other people that want that job and opportunity as well and those people might yeah. be more prepared yeah i see it all the time because if i put out a casting notice i'll be like so a couple of people will respond and then a bit, they'll be like oh i don't have a reel yet uh let me get to it in a couple of days and what do and you I'll, think about that you in my head oh. i'm like yeah I'll, oh. I'll hire this person and then one day later someone else who's more on top of it since me something and it's like all right done yeah done yeah sorry person who was not prepared your your end Mm -hmm. you know because then you know i i get it we all have tough circumstances but that person who's prepared to send you that material that day is probably going to show up on time with the right equipment versus oh i meant to get some shoes and i did and you know what i mean yeah i actually think so when I was a like full-time scooter rider, I booked more like shows and jobs than anyone else by far. No one else was even like on the same level. Mm-hmm. And it was because I had an email 
with my resume, my mm-hmm. stunt reel, and everything in a bio right there. That's and all I had to do was there, if yeah. someone needed it, just click my email, yeah. type in it, forward it to this person, done. Yeah. Like it was all done exactly. in five minutes. You're I didn't ready. have to go home and do anything. And most mm-hmm. people weren't like that. So Yeah. That's definitely definitely true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So prepare yourself, I guess, arm yourself with outside gigs, interests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spread yourself Chicken a little beans. bit more thinly now too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, I already don't have enough time don't to do everything. Commit. Yeah. Whoa. There's that too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We're making it. We're getting there. Yeah. Well, let's wrap it up right there. We're at about 45 minutes. Whoa. I know, right? Time flies when you're talking about chickens and <laughs> chickens <laughs> and <group>. real estate. <laughs> um, so everyone, your Instagram handles are? Uh, at Shell Statuettes. Okay. Statuettes. How do you spell that? S-T-A-C-H-O-W-I like Igloo, C like Charlie, Z like Zebra. That's it. It sounds like you've said that before. <laughs> I think I grew up listening to my mother say that enough. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Well, thank you guys yeah. for listening and uh, subscribe. If you guys yeah, haven't, we will you. see you in the next one. Peace. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Mm-hmm.